Welcome to the IBJJF podcast, the official podcast of the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Tune in to hear interviews with the top coaches and athletes in the sport, as well as breakdowns and analysis of the biggest events. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the IBJJF podcast. My name is Danny, and my guest today is Matias Luna. Matias is a checkmat black belt, and he's going to be part of the IBJJF Flow Grappling Grand Prix that's taking place August 12th in Austin, Texas. Matias, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you, Danny. I uh, appreciate like uh, your invitation, and let's talk about everything. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I definitely want to get into the GP, but first I thought we'd start with some of your history in jiu-jitsu. Do you want to fill people in on how you got into the sport originally and what your early memories are with competition? So um, I started like training jiu-jitsu like 11 years ago. Um, one of my neighbors started training for free on, the, uh, on this social project and they invited us to enjoy it. Me and my brother, we started on the same day. So after... We enjoy the first class. We we just keep it up, you know. We, we just keep in training. We really like it. We enjoy. And in few months, uh, after few months, we start like compete. Like after eight months, after eight months train, we compete. And you now we really like the lifestyle. You know, the lifestyle, the fighting, the environment, the vibes. Like so, that's why I'm still in the sport today. You mentioned that you started with your brother on the same day, and there's a lot of really good brother duos in jiu-jitsu that I think it really helps to be able to, to push each other and to always have each other to train with. Can you talk about your experience growing up with your brother, Mateus, and how important his, his presence was for your evolution in the sport? So, yeah, like, it's a really benefit when you have your brother training with you because, you know, like, uh, especially in the beginning, like, everyone's putting you, and you, you guys trade a lot of information like about the positions and training together and they're always like always you live with that person <laughs> and you live with that person so like you guys ended up talking more about it like position about more jujitsu like so definitely jujitsu is going to be more into of your life that's a normal person you know so uh this help you like yeah like grow a lot your jujitsu with the training because especially like how like you start training with the same person every single day they start to like kind of block your movement because they he's know what you're doing like you know like you always train together and besides you have to like grow another positions and start building another positions and like i think that's like a lot of brothers they be successful on jiu-jitsu because because that because they always win and train they know the game so they have to figure out do all the stuff you know, because your brother is sick of to see you wanted the same thing. He's been doing training with you. With, I see you do it with other people. And when you go do it to him, they know already. So you have to, you have to like do another position, have to figure out how like grow more your jujitsu because it, probably they're going to block. And what was it like training in a social project at the start? I know a lot of elite competitors start in a similar situation. How was, how was the social project that you trained at growing up? So like uh, the social project like was um, from like Natal where I'm I'm come from, 
Northeastern Brazil. So I think it's is really important, especially for like for tournaments and like competitors to build competitors, like the the social projects is like save like people's life, you know, change people's life, you know, like like who started my who started the project was like my 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 first masters uh, Bruno and Thiago Barreto, and like they just decided to open, well, you know, open a social project, and after I'm here, find one of the best tournaments of the all planet, you know, so it just give people's opportunity. That's what I can say. Like, I don't know what what it would be if I'd not start on uh, that time. I don't think it's like my parents would support me without the project. You know, like buy gifts, pay uh, membership. So like, with all this support, just like introducing the sport or someone else's life, it's changed. So it changed my life, changed my brother's life. And change a lot of people's lives, you know. So I think it's really important, you know. Like one of like my goals in my life in doing this, back in Brazil or here, like introduce more jujitsu on people, like on social project, like because I think everyone deserves the same opportunity I had, you know. So yeah, pretty much it. Like when I started, me and my brother, like um, we really got lucky. You know, to one one of my friends, my neighbors, like, invited us to train for, like, you know, we just friends for no reason. We just, like, oh, let's go train. Like, it's free. <laughs> you know, it's free. So, like, I say, why not, you know? Like, people usually, they just be at home. They don't do anything. They just, like, waste time. And I'm happy to my friends show me the sport and show me the opportunity. Yeah, because, like, I don't know what I would be, if, you know, if I had, like, if those people, my professors, is, didn't start off the the project, you mentioned you had the opportunity, but you got you and your brother really ran with it. You guys became really high level competitors. You traveled to the U.S. to compete at the Worlds as lower belts. What were those early experiences like coming to coming to the United States and competing in Long Beach at the Pyramid? Uh, my first time I competed uh, the IBJJF Awards was two thousand fifteen. Um, so yeah, like me and my brother, like, um, we, we used to fight a lot around the, the country, like where we come from. So we could save money. We spent a whole year fighting because they like, normally like they have open class around and they, they get cash price. So we was fighting whole year fighting to collect the money to come to United States. So in 2015, we come to spend two weeks and I lost my second fight. I lost my second fight for Levi uh, as a blue belt. And, and my brother, he did better than me. He think he lost uh, on the quarters finals. I think he did like f four fights, something like that, five fights. Cause like blue belts, like always when you check the brackets, like. 150 people, <laughs> you know, so you do five fights, but you didn't even get a medal, you know? Eight fights to win. <laughs> yeah, eight fights to win. That's exactly what happened to me in 2007, 2018. I did seven fights, you know, like, so 
so yeah, so after that day, uh, we met uh, our coach, uh, Ricardo Feliciano. So one year later, he gave opportunity to spend a little bit more. So we came to 2016, and was the first time I won as a blue belt. And yeah, it was like the like is it was crazy where we come from and go to and come to a nice state. It's it, it, it's me a lot, you know. It's it's a big thing where we come from. Just to come here and fight is a big thing. And today we have opportunity to live, and also, and I, I remember like my dad got crazy because we spent like I don't know like maybe I have I don't know like about like how I can express but like about four thousand dollars like to me my brother i think it was more like was a lot of money <laughs> and like you know like how i didn't have like a lot of money my dad got crazy because it was a lot of money and we lost and you know like feel like it's better this work you know <laughs> yeah yeah but like yeah it ended the work but like you know god is not what he does you know because many years uh, after years, we start like come more, have more opportunity. But yeah, so in that year, like, was a was a big thing just to come, you know, and and that money I I waste and that opportunity I lost today is make it worth it, you know. Even like I did a lot and nothing happened that time was something build. Uh, who I am and build like what I'm doing now and why I'm I'm here, you know. You won blue belt 2016, and then you won purple belt 2017. And like you mentioned, those are gigantic brackets. I think was it featherweight the division that you won? Yeah, that's so, yeah. Division. So those often have a hundred plus competitors in them. How much confidence did that give you to win those big tournaments, to travel and to get the victory in terms of the rest of your career? Like, did it give you confidence to say, I can do this at the next level? Yeah, um, uh, I don't know. I think everything was mindset because, like, you know, like everything we was to do, it just, like, fight. Like, doesn't matter. I think my professor, like, he was really good, like, uh, in mindset because he always put us to do really hard, you know? He always pushed her... Like me, I was to make. I don't. I was to like weigh like one thirty, and I was to fight like guys two hundred people, two hundred pounds. You know, <laughs> because he like he just put in my mindset like you have to do it. Doesn't matter what you know. Like if you go lose it, like if you get smashed by, you're gonna worth something from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, for um, later on, after years, I was building this on myself. You know, that just go for it, just try your best. You know, and like, you know, I'm never the guy like checking how many people have in the bracket, you know, because either ways, if you want to be the world champion, if you want to be the the best of the bracket, you have to beat everyone. doesn't matter who's there. And people check the bracket, they, they see 100 people, but they say the first round, 50 go down, you know. So, you know, so like, doesn't really like, doesn't really make sense. Like, you worry about like, um, how many people have in the bracket? Because either way, like they're gonna cut, they go, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna like get out on the first round and half the way, you know, just keep it going, you know. So especially on a, on blue belt, yeah, like yeah, it was really hard, especially in the first one. I won, like was a, exactly like this, 130 people, and. 
you have you just have to think one by one, you know. Especially in this tournament, I think 2018 was the same thing. I just one by one, because I cut a lot of weight. I was like, uh, yeah, it was really hard to make a featherweight, you know, on that point. And like, I just say one by one. So like, you go one, then go one, go one. If you think about the whole tournament, you're never gonna, you don't go anywhere, you know. You're gonna like, oh, you're gonna be enough because oh, I want three mats or like, oh, I want that. So like, I want four mats, but it didn't got mad or but it got hot because you did a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I just always, especially when I have a big bracket like that with tough guys, I think was one by one, like you know. So that's how you have to face when you see a bracket with a lot of people. Don't think about the final. Don't think about the same final. Just think one by one, and you're gonna get that. You know. Yeah, that's a great mindset. And you parlayed a lot of your results and your experience that you got in the lower belts to having a really successful black belt career. And so now you're going to be part of the IBJJF Flow Grappling Grand Prix. You got Gabriel Argis, Ronaldo Jr., and Leandro Lowe in that bracket. So before we get into the bracket, I'd love to hear about a match that you had with Ronaldo Jr. at the American Nationals. I believe it was 2021. I think it was the final, and you won by ref's decision in a really close match that was one of the most exciting matches of, of 2021. Can you talk about that match and how you would feel about having a rematch with Ronaldo at the GP? Uh, at that point, yeah, like, uh, 2021 was really hard for me, you know, 2020, like, with the pandemic, with all the gyms closed, I got a, like, really hard time with my jiu-jitsu career, especially with the tournaments, and I took a kind of break, like, after 2020, because the whole situation was really hard, really tough. So I was saving my all my energy to compete in 2021. So I was promised myself in 2021 I was, I was supposed to compete a lot, and I would take everything from me, you know. So so that's what I did. <laughs> so the so we fought after the tournament. I had like four fights. I fought pretty tough guys before uh, the match too, and but I was pretty comfortable, you know, I was uh, pretty confident, like, about my jiu-jitsu, you know, like, um, especially at that time, I've been training a lot with, a, I like to passing guard, you know, like, I, I, I love passing guard, like, even, like, uh, my first coach, they play, they teach me a lot how to play guard, and they just really like uh, passing guard, I, 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 I was noticing the train, I was feeling happy in doing, you know, I was liking to do it. I was like, um, I was feel more confident to do, to do what I know. You know, feel happy. In 2021, there's one other thing I changed to. It's just like I want to fight how I fight at the gym. Like I didn't want to fight anymore. Like oh, I have to make points or I have to do this to win. I have to do this advantage or whatever. Like 2021, I completely forgot about points. It's like I'm gonna fight like I'm doing at the gym. So yeah, this was like everything everything you guys saw at the match, that's like pretty much what I do in the train, you know. It just that's a, I just prepare my, my mindset to make this happen in a tournament, you know. So I was you know, I was happy to because I could do that, you know. Not a lot of people's like uh they have their mindset uh they start like they do really good at the gym but in tournaments they don't do that good especially with the mindset 
because they're worried about a lot of things about how they're gonna score points, how how they're gonna how the match is gonna go, you know, like it worries about a lot of stuff. So for me, I change. I wanna change this in 2021. Like I just go to fight. Doesn't matter if who it is. Doesn't matter what the guys doing. I'm just go there and I do what I'm doing in the train. So what I show, what I did on that tournament, that's exactly what I do uh, at the gym. You talked about your passing in that match, and I feel like that was really the the highlight of your performance in that whole tournament. I know you had some really cool like combinations of guard passes, stepping out of the lapel, and going for long steps, and just combining uh, different movements. Is that something that you feel like you do a lot more of in the gym? Is that kind of what you wanted to bring to the tournaments? Yeah. So yeah, I like do, yeah. One of the things is this: like I noticed, like I really like to move, like to pass the guard. And like, and people like it, you know. <laughs> people just like it, and I and I was liking doing it too, you know. So like, that's always like, on my period, I was training for that tournament. I just was doing this, like you know, like I have a lot of combinations of uh, of guard pass transitions because it, since I was white belt, I watch a lot, like uh, the guard passes, you know, Lucas Lepre, Rodolfo, even Leandro Lowe too, you know. I learn a lot like from his pass. So, but from I learned like a, a lot from that, and like, and I start like try combine this style. So, but to, but and if like later on, I start like build my own guard path, you know. So like more athletic, you know, like jump more more quickly on the positions. So yeah, so I like I, that's one one of the ways I was training like to be explosive and. And combine more positions, and the, especially with the back step too, I feel comfortable a lot to to combine another positions. But that's one of the, my main main like I think my main pass because okay, that's making me I think how I can explain it's like that pass is I build by my own. You know, I don't copy from nobody. You know, like I definitely have the base on it, like the the normal backstep, but like the way I'm figured out to do it is the way I, I like to do it and the way like I think it's work and I think it's fun. I think it's cool to do it and, and I'll keep doing it, you know, because I, I just, that's that's what I believe in jiu-jitsu. Like if you like to like to do something, like just do it. Don't feel like, oh, this is the right way to do it. Like jiu-jitsu is not like this of this. Like, you have to do what you think is cool. What do you think you like to do? If it's work, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's such a fun style to watch, and there are some potential great matchups at the GP. Can you talk about potential matchups with Argus and Low as well? So yeah, like Leandro is one of the guys. I, when I was when I barely started training, he was black belt world champion. <laughs> so like you know, like is it is another uh, generation? So. Um, you know, like in Argus as well. Like I think when he was his first black belt, I was I think I was purple, something like that. And so one of those guys I watch a lot. So I'm thinking I'm pretty confident to fight them because I I studied them for my whole year, like <laughs> my whole life and training. You know, like especially Leandro, like one of the guys I learned a lot from him. And. So I think that the guys I most study for, for them my whole like jujitsu career, you know. So you know, like I'm not really 
I respect them, you know, all of them. Like, it's not easy to be a world champion. I know that because I'm fine right now. <laughs> so it's really hard to be a uh, black boy world champion. I respect them. But this respect is done when when I we stop in a match, you know. So over there, I don't, I don't really respect nobody. I try to do my best. I just do what I want to do. But yeah, like both of them, uh, Arshis, he took a kind of break and compete. You know, like we don't know. He can kind of we can come with the new moves. We don't know. He's being kind of wild, no, no, no show show his jujitsu. Leandro, he always like hit it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he always do like whatever he wanna do. But you know, yeah, I'm excited to fight. I'm excited to fight all of them. You know, like when I, I think I learned the thing I learned when I got my black belt, you have to be right to fight all of. All of, all of the good guys, you know, like you cannot run anymore. You know, it's not call about like you got to stuck on a level. You now, so when you when you jump to the black belt, you have to learn how to face those people. You have to be prepared for it. So that's what I've been doing in the last years. You know, and I'm aware to to show what I know uh, when I fight there. You know. Yeah, we're so excited for it. There's so many. All, all you guys are amazing competitors. All have really unique styles. So the matchups are all going to be incredible. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, I believe like the 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 card is putting good. They put a lot of guys like to fight. You know, mm-hmm. that's uh, the first thing when they invite me to do it. Like um, they 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 told me who's gonna fight, and I jump in because it would be excited to do it. You know, so. Uh, all of them, like they, they go for it for submission. They go for it for sweeps. They go, they go to fight. So the thing, um, a hundred percent sure that's gonna happen in the tournament is gonna have a good fight. <laughs> that's 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 we can clearly make it sure because all of them fight to make it happen. You know, and I uh, and I'm and I'm one of those guys. I'm going to go over there to make it happen. You know. Absolutely. It's going to be amazing. And there's another amazing four-person bracket on the same same card, and it's the female GP, the first ever IBJJF female Grand Prix. It's got some great competitors. Your teammate, Natalie Hibero's in it, Fionn Davis, uh, Bianca Basilio, and Anna Rodriguez. Do you have any thoughts on the female GP? So, yeah, uh, the GP is going to be exciting as well. Especially, um, all of them, they will like to fight as well. The same thing with um, the main GP. They all of them they go for it to fight. Uh, but I'm going for Natalie. I think she she's really talented, you know, really talented like competitor. And I think she yeah, I think she can she can make uh she can make a great fight and I think she can get the title. But all of the girls like they fought the interesting too is because all the girls they fought already together. All of them, they're fighting each other, like not only for Bia, not only for Fionn, uh, and Fionn, like for, uh, I think, she, I believe she fought Bia as well. So all of them know uh, the game. I think it's going to be fun to watch as well. You know, it's not going to have a boring match over there. <laughs> yeah, no boring matches in either of the GPs. That's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, did you have any final thoughts on the Grand Prix, or is there anything else you you wanted to touch on before we signed off? Uh, no, like uh, thank you, thank you so much for having Jeff for the opportunity. Uh, I think it's a big step for the sport. You know, have more of those GP, more of those fights. 
so people can can get more interest to watch jiu-jitsu i think they they did a major job uh selecting the athletes and yeah like thanks everyone for the support danny <laughs> always nice to talk to you and yeah just turn on for the just stay on for for the gp i promise i'm gonna do my best to be excited Thanks, Matias. I really appreciate your time. And everyone, definitely make sure you tune in on Flow Grappling. It's going to be on August 12th, which is a Friday. You're going to have the male GP, which is medium heavy, also the first female GP. And we're going to have some super fights. We got Andy Murasaki taking on Levi Jones Leary. And the second super fight is Felipe Andrew and Herb Santo. So some great matches, both in the GP and the super fights. Thanks, everyone, for watching and or listening. And we'll see you guys soon for the next episode. Thank you for listening to the IBJJF podcast be sure to head over to ibjjf.com for the latest news and events from the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We hope you enjoyed the show.